Chapter Four of the Ghost Ship and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Ghost Ship and Other Stories by Richard Middleton. On the Brighton Road. Slowly the sun had climbed up the hard white downs till it broke with little of the mysterious ritual of dawn upon a sparkling world of snow there had been a hard frost during the night and the birds who hopped about here and there with scant tolerance of life left no trace of their passage on the silver pavements in places the sheltered caverns of the hedges broke the monotony of the whiteness that had fallen upon the coloured earth and overhead the sky melted from orange to deep blue from deep blue to a blue so pale that it suggested a thin paper screen rather than illimitable space across the level fields there came a cold silent wind which blew fine dust of snow from the trees but hardly stirred the crested hedges once above the skyline the sun seemed to climb more quickly and as it rose higher it began to give out a heat that blended with the keenness of the wind it may have been this strange alternation of heat and cold that disturbed the tramp in his dreams for he struggled for a moment with the snow that covered him like a man who finds himself twisted uncomfortably in the bedclothes and then sat up with staring questioning eyes lord i thought i was in bed he said to himself as he took in the vacant landscape and all the while i was out here he stretched his limbs and rising carefully to his feet shook the snow off his body as he did so the wind set him shivering and he knew that his bed had been warm come i feel pretty fit he thought i suppose i am lucky to wake at all in this or unlucky it isn't much of a business to come back to he looked up and saw the downs shining against the blue like the alps on a picture postcard that means another forty miles or so i suppose he continued grimly lord knows what i did yesterday walked till i was done and now i'm only about twelve miles from brighton damn the snow damn brighton damn everything the sun crept up higher and higher and he started walking patiently along the road with his back turned to the hills am i glad or sorry that it was only sleep that took me glad or sorry glad or sorry his thoughts seemed to arrange themselves in a metrical accompaniment to the steady thud of his footsteps and he hardly sought an answer to his question it was good enough to walk to 
presently when three milestones had loitered past he overtook a boy who was stooping to light a cigarette he wore no overcoat and looked unspeakably fragile against the snow are you on the road governor asked the boy huskily as he passed i think i am the tramp said oh then i'll come a bit of the way with yer if you don't walk too fast it's a bit lonesome walking this time of day the tramp nodded his head and the boy started limping along by his side i'm eighteen he said casually i bet you thought i was younger fifteen i'd have said you'd have backed a loser eighteen last august and i've been on the road six years i ran away from home five times when i was a little un and the police took me back each time very good to me the police was now i haven't got a home to run away from nor have i the tramp said calmly oh i can see what you are the boy panted you're a gentleman come down it's harder for you than for me the tramp glanced at the limping feeble figure and lessened his pace i haven't been at it as long as you have he admitted no i could tell that by the way you walk you haven't got tired yet perhaps you expect something the other end the tramp reflected for a moment i don't know he said bitterly i'm always expectin things you'll grow out of that the boy commented it's warmer in london but it's harder to come by grub there isn't much in it really still there's the chance of meeting somebody there who will understand country people are better the boy interrupted last night i took a lease of a barn for nothing and slept with the cows and this morning the farmer routed me out and gave me tea and toke cause i was little of course i score there but in london soup on the embankment at night and all the rest of the time coppers moving you on i dropped by the roadside last night and slept where i fell it's a wonder i didn't die the tramp said the boy looked at him sharply how did you know you didn't he said i don't see it the tramp said after a pause i tell you the boy said hoarsely people like us can't get away from this sort of thing if we want to always hungry and thirsty and dog-tired and walking all the time and yet if anyone offers me a nice home and work my stomach feels sick do i look strong i know i'm little for my age but i've been knocking about like this for six years and do you think i'm not dead i was drowned bathing at margate and i was killed by a gypsy with a spike he knocked my head right in and twice i was froze like you last night and a motor cut me down on this very road and yet i'm walking along here now walking to london 
to walk away from it again because i can't help it dead i tell you we can't get away if we want to <coughs> the boy broke off in a fit of coughing and the tramp paused while he recovered you'd better borrow my coat for a bit tommy he said your cough's pretty bad you go to hell the boy said fiercely puffing at his cigarette i'm all right i was telling you about the road you haven't got down to it yet but you'll find out presently we're all dead all of us are on it and we're all tired yet somehow we can't leave it there's nice smells in the summer dust arid hay and the wind smack in your face on a hot day and it's nice waking up in the wet grass on a fine morning i don't know i don't know he lurched forward suddenly and the tramp caught him in his arms i'm sick the boy whispered sick the tramp looked up and down the road but he could see no houses or any sign of help yet even as he supported the boy doubtfully in the middle of the road a motor-car suddenly flashed in the middle distance and came smoothly through the snow what's the trouble said the driver quietly as he pulled up i'm a doctor he looked at the boy keenly and listened to his strained breathing pneumonia he commented i'll give him a lift to the infirmary and you too if you like the tramp thought of the workhouse and shook his head i'd rather walk he said the boy winked faintly as they lifted him into the car i'll meet you beyond reigate he murmured to the tramp you'll see and the car vanished along the white road all the morning the tramp splashed through the thawing snow but at midday he begged some bread at a cottage door and crept into a lonely barn to eat it it was warm in there and after his meal he fell asleep among the hay it was dark when he woke and started trudging once more through the slushy roads two miles beyond reigate a figure a fragile figure slipped out of the darkness to meet him on the road governor said a husky voice then i'll come a bit of the way with you if you don't walk too fast it's a bit lonesome walking this time of day but the pneumonia cried the tramp aghast i died at crawley this morning said the boy End of chapter four